episode of the unknown subject a criminal minds podcast i'm kelly mcmasters and i'm kelsey Trenti, and we will be your hosts on this fine fine day same as last time same as last time same as the 20 episodes before it yep as um, always as always we're here we're here hey we're cooking <laughs> <laughs> we are on to episode 21 the penultimate episode of season one Holy cow! Holy cow! Can you believe it? What a journey we've been on. Yes, truly. I'm going to, again, reserve my feelings about this episode. Yeah. I'm not going to share it up top. Okay. I will say I know exactly which episode this is, unless I'm wrong. I didn't really look, (laughs) but I think that I know what episode this is. Yeah. And I'm not, but I'm not going to say how I feel about it. I feel like that works better for us, as if I don't, if I don't poison everyone's mind beforehand yeah so i don't remember this episode at all is there anything that you need to talk about before we start this um sadie's here but she went for a walk chill she's so tired she plopped right down on the floor yeah so we've probably maybe got 30 minutes before she starts sticking her nose over here yeah so if you're here for that my toes if you're here for the podcast pup uh, content. Stick around, it's coming. It's probably gonna come in like thirty minutes, but right now she's she's panting. She's on the panting. Floor. She's was outside playing. Um, so if you're ready, I'm yeah, ready. Do you have anything to say? No, I have nothing to say. <laughs> she's got say, nothing to say. To I'm you guys. not gonna say anything for the next forty-five minutes. It's all oh, you. How do you feel about that? I would feel fine. You know what? It would be the beginning of my solo career. I would be the John Lennon, and you would be. The Beatles. <laughs> and Sadie's I'm all my, of the Beatles? Yeah, Sadie's my Yoko Ono. Oh, okay. I just take her and we go make our own podcast. Your furry friend. Yeah, and then someone shoots. No. no. Why'd you have to take it there? Okay. Let's Sorry. watch this. I was just flexing my weird knowledge of John Lennon that everybody <laughs> has. Um. Uh, all right. Anyway. You, you know how sorry. this goes. I'm going to press play. I'm going to let you know when I press play. Yeah. And you can follow I along. I think they know by now. Okay, I'm just yeah. It's a format. I'm letting yeah. them know about the format. Okay, okay. Let's press play in three, two, one. Hi! What the? <laughs> All right, we're opening on a as a a shipyard. I was trying to think of the word <laughs> in shipyard. Baltimore. I love Baltimore. You want to know why she loves Baltimore? I went there once. <laughs> she went there once, and they have scooters. That's why. Yeah, and they have a really like Inner Harbor is cool. So we're this watching. This is not the inner it's harbor. It's certainly not. We are watching a tech ta- alone taxi cab. It's nighttime. A girl gets out with her child. A woman. Children. A woman with a little boy and a little girl, and a suitcase. You know exactly which episode this is. I can just picture what happens to them, but I can't. And little boy has a stuffed tiger. Yep, that's an important detail. Mom is saying everything's gonna be fine. Like they definitely seem scared and a little apprehensive. Mom's like, "It's fine. We're gonna meet a friend. Everything's good." A car in the background turns its lights on and screeches up to them, and she just stands in the way. Like hers is gonna shield them from getting hit by a car. A All man right. gets out, and she's like, "You promised you protect my children." He's like, "That's what I'm doing. Get in the car. We have to move." This is really a lot of excitement for the beginning of an episode. Yeah. I don't think I was quite ready for it. Yeah, it's just like. So they're rushing. The guy, the guy is helping them. Oh, now they're speaking Arabic. Okay. They're the mom and the children are are Middle Eastern. Dude, not Middle Eastern. White. He looks American. Sounds American. He looks familiar. He (gasps) oh, he just got punched in the face. So ooh, so he has. He's no longer with the children. He's in an apartment. He's been beat to shit. Tortured everywhere. Tortured, I might say. There's some heavy metal, intense music happening. Oh, his one eye is swollen all the way shut. He's there are two people in the room, and he's like, I knew it. (gasps) His neck just got snapped. Some guy just snapped his neck with his bare hands, and And now now his body is just zip tied to a chair. He looks less bloody than he did before. Yeah, it's dripping though. I don't like it. Now there's like four people all wearing black. They're cutting his body away from. Ugh. 
Ew, his neck had a weird bump Because it. it was broken. That was his neck bone sticking out of the back of his skin. That's freaking disgusting. Oh. Okay, so what they're doing is they are staging it to look like he shot himself in the mouth. Yeah. With a rifle. Sure. It's that's how he got that swollen eye. Very disgusting. And they're leaving a suicide note. It says, I am a patriot. Long live freedom. God bless America. And now Gideon's at the beach. Gideon, Gideon. That's like the music. That's his like weird theme song. All right. He's sitting on his perfectly square computer. Yeah. And dialing the phone. Look, are those business cards that are all in front of his keyboard? Yeah. My pap's desk. So he just called. Hold on. Business cards like that. Important things are happening. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. (laughs) Gideon. Just called someone on the phone and he says, I see that the repa- the reporters or the papers just reported on the death of our mutual friend. And then he hangs up. And now he's like sitting. He's staring. He's staring. Oh, there's Mark Gordon. Not Mark Gordon. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what was our unsub's Mark name from last year? something. Mark something from last episode. Okay. So Gideon just walked into a different office at the BAU. and there's Gideon a- really dresses down. He's yeah. in a denim shirt. He dresses how I would dress, to be honest. Yeah. So he's talking to a guy we've never met, and the guy is talking about um, their old case, and Gideon, and he's like, did you catch him? And Gideon's like, yeah. They're clearly old friends. Gideon has a lot of old friends, we know. Like, I feel like we've met several in this season. Yeah. And they're talking about the guy that we just saw get murdered slash fake suicide, and Gideon already is like, I don't think it was suicide. He would never do it. And the guy he's talking to is like, that's what the papers say happened. Mm, those and papes. Gideon's like, nah, it was too messy. Like, this doesn't make sense. So clearly, Gideon is already suspicious. Yeah. And this guy, I I don't know if we can trust him. Yeah, he's giving us some shady vibes, and Gideon's looking like he doesn't trust him either. Yep. So the guy, oh, okay, so the guy that was killed, his name is John, and he was CIA. Oh, and they think someone in the team... Killed him. him. Killed. There's a mole There's in a Langley. Mole. Oh man. Okay. So the guy that he's talking to definitely works for the CIA because he's like, I'm not high enough on the food chain to like do anything about this. And they, he's like, we got to keep this in house. And yeah. Gideon's like, fine. If you want my help, though, I need my team. Which is so interesting because I feel like in the beginning he was like not about the team. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm too good for the team. I'm Gideon. Have you met me? I know everything. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a lot of character growth for Gideon in 21 episodes. We're going through the credits. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I just fiddled with my mic for a while. You sure did. I realized my setup wasn't optimal. Okay. Is it optimal now? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Great. All right. Here we go. Credits are over and I'm settled. And, and Sadie appears to be asleep. She she's tired. All right, so we're Ooh. still at Quantico. It's or nighttime in it's Quantico. Nighttime at Quantico. All right, and the elevator opens. And out comes our lovely, lovely team. They were clearly doing something else, and now they are here. JJ's wearing a bitchin' blazer. Yeah, she, she is. looks amazing. So Garcia is not wearing a bitching blazer. It's an unbitching blazer. <laughs> but I would say Flat. that with her hair, oh, it's a jacket. She's got her pigtails happening. Like, her hair's getting a little funkier. We're getting more yeah, into we're the... we're getting into more cliche Garcia. Yeah. So, Hotch is doing a debrief. He's saying, okay, we have a mole in the CIA. They've locked the unit down. And so, now we're going to go in there and we're going to un- we're gonna profile our unsub up close. So, they're giving them a rundown of John Summers, the guy that was killed. Um, he'd definitely been tortured and murdered, but the CIA made it look like a suicide. And someone was like, how'd you like to have that job? How'd they it's get like, those pictures? I certainly would not. That guy probably gave it to him. Gave him to him. The guy that came to see Gideon. He's probably like, here's the photos. The CIA did it. I don't understand why you're confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Um, okay, so now we're at the, uh, Elle just asked, what was John working on? And he was helping to flip an informant which is the woman, and she is the wife of a terrorist. Oh, yeah. So he, her, his informant was the wife, and so he was trying to protect her from the husband. Yeah. Um, they're just chit-chatting about it now. They're just, yeah, kind of like giving like really a rundown. They're just like really going on and on and on. 
Um, so they're saying that nobody at the CIA knew the wife's identity until about eight weeks ago because he, like John Summers, like on purpose, didn't want anybody to know who it was. Um, oh, and so they, they staged they had her staged death, her and the children's death with a car accident. And they're saying that only the like up and ups of the CIA knew that. But then somebody spotted the husband in the U.S. Right. Oh, yeah. So and like, he's looking for her. So he's looking. So somebody knows that she's alive. Yeah. Oh, and we just found out that Gideon unofficially worked for the CIA for a while. Interesting. Oh, that's the only time that comes up. Yep, that never gets brought up (laughs) ever again. All right, now the kids are in. With the mom. Yeah, like in a, like. um, Shipping container. Yeah, I could not find that word. (laughs) I couldn't find the word shipyard, so it's fine. (laughs) Um, So they're in this, like, shipping container. It's dark. They have, like, one little lantern and some blankets and, like, a jug of water. And mom's looking nervous. Like, she's trying to make it seem like she's not. But But she she, is. She's like, oh, he's supposed to come back for us. And, like, he hasn't. All right, we're at the CIA now. They've gone down a dark elevator into a dark room. And they're being told that they can't bring their firearms in. No, they can bring their firearms, just not their cell phones. Oh, that seems weird. Yeah, because Gideon was like, don't remove your firearm. Oh, okay. So they're oh. going into CIA office bunker place. It looks a it lot looks, like the BAU. I was say, it looks just like the BAU, but if you like put it in a basement. And just like slightly rearranged it. Slightly it. rearranged it, made it a little darker and a little techier like there's a big screen yeah. on the wall like with like different clocks. news feeds like clocks from different places yeah but don't worry they've got a conference room to set them up in <laughs> yep um so we're just meeting gina sanchez she's like the chief officer person lady she's probably gonna fill our local detective hole. yes you're right mm-hmm. and then he's and introducing then two other two like others. officer people agent people um, yeah they're Agents. Agents. Um, I can't believe Gideon's wearing a denim shirt unbuttoned. So so relaxed. And but Hotch is wearing a full, a full tie suit. and suit jacket. So it's interesting because Hotch just asked him, like, how long have you unofficially been working for the CIA? And Gideon's basically like, don't worry about it. So, like, Hotch didn't even know that. Boom. Boom. They also brought Gar- Garcia. Did they bring her or is she somewhere else? No, they're shutting her down. But they're, they're putting- in her... No, they're her oh yeah, they're in her. Bunker. <laughs> they're in her tech lab, but they've like done something where like now she has access to the CIA because all of her computer screens have like the CIA. They logo. flipped over to CIA, and yeah. JJ's with her. And this guy's typing something in, and they're having a conference at his butt. At his butt, he could fart butts right in their the faces. Butts to the wind, and. <laughs> And Garcia's like, you know what this means? We can find out the truth about Princess Diana. And JJ's like, okay. <laughs> That's what they think women are interested in. Right? Like, <laughs> which, like, later it's revealed that, like, Garcia is actually, like, a really badass hacker. So it's like, yeah. I don't think that that's what she would really yeah, want no. to figure out. More realistically, she would already have access to CIA files. Yeah, if she wanted it. Oh, and they just realized that the mole could be any one of the they're agents being, yeah, they're in the room watched. with them right now. They're being now. watched by two CIA agents, and they're like, they could be the mole. Okay, Sadie has reactivated. <laughs> and rather than a half hour, it took her 10 minutes. So with your bone right now. Oh, okay. All right, so we're starting to do a little profiling. Um, uh, and... Basically, Gideon's saying, like, anybody who for, who works for the CIA is going to have kind of a similar profile in yeah. terms of, like, they're very smart, they're overachievers, they're pretty deceptive, like, they're willing to betray, even be the people closest to them for their country, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um. So the real question, Hotch says, is to figure out what it would require for each of these people to turn against their country and turn yeah. against everything they believe in. So they have to find that thing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Did you ever notice that Reed's hair is brushed a little differently every episode? Yeah, he's finding his look. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's neat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's tucked behind his ears. Sometimes it's just all over his head. Yep. Okay, so JJ and Garcia are video conferencing in. Um, and apparently there's a file about John Summers, but also a file about Gideon. And oh. they were watching Gideon. He's driving in his car. Or no, no he's sitting, sitting in his car. 
And Hodge is like, okay, Gideon, when did this happen? And Gideon says, three days before Summers was killed, they met. And... Oh, they also can hear what they're saying. Yeah, they got bugs everywhere. Bugs everywhere. So Summers had already come to Gideon, I think, saying like that there was that he didn't trust the people he was working with. So Gideon kind of um and Morgan just asked, "Did you know that they were filming you?" and Gideon said, "I assumed that they were." So Gideon does not seem affected at all no. by any of this. And the rest of the team is like, "Which is What's going on here?" Freaking quintessential Gideon, which is yeah. like he just like knows a bunch of crap that he's not telling anybody and just like That would be super helpful. Yeah. So Hotch is like, listen, we're the problem in this scenario. Like, we're their enemy in this scenario. Yeah. So, like, whoever is the mole is going to see us as a problem. Yeah. So now they're out in front of everybody, and the guy, the first guy that we met is introducing Hotch, and he's saying that we have that they have to find the wife and the children. That's priority number one. All right, so our local detective figure... Sanchez, Gina. Oh, Gideon says good to see you. Mm-hmm. So they've obviously met before. Ah, Gideon oh. did evaluations of all of these people. And she was she's mad about hers. Oh, because he's she's too strong. Will he said there's going to be a time you won't follow orders. And she's pissed about that. Like she's taking he's, that. She's offended. She's offended. Yeah. So they're obviously they're not telling them that the BAU is there to find a mole. They're, I think they're saying that the BAU is there to help them find the wife and the children. Like, oh, they're going to help. Yeah. Um, so it seems like head CIA guy is like a little bit in denial that yeah. like somebody turned and he Gideon's look- like, no, nah, like it definitely happened and it's definitely possible. He looks like he could play Hugh Hefner in a Hugh Hefner biopic. Oh, OK. I see that. Yeah. Like, in his younger days, not like... I'm not his, like, old, decrepit, right before he died days. <laughs> okay. But more like his, like, the autumn of his life. Yeah. Not the winter the of his autumn life. autumn of his life. <laughs> okay. All right, now we're zooming in. On the video. they found the kids in the back of some video. Um, I think it's... Is that the the video of Gideon and meeting with Summers? So Summers had oh, them. Oh, okay. At that point. Interesting. It's like, how many times uh, are we going to watch this friggin' video? Yeah. So Summers in the video says that it can only be one of four people that could be the mole. So he seemed pretty confident that. Yeah, he was like closing in on who and it was. L asks a very good question, which is like, how did he know it was only four? Yeah. Um, and I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really answer it. They didn't it. really answer it, which is They considered it, but did not answer it. Why is JJ hanging out with Garcia? Because at this point, JJ's not an agent. She's just right, a- but like, why is she there at all? Because she's helping. She's helping. Okay, so, oh, okay. So we just figured out why four. There are four agents in that part of this, in like that department of the CIA who are monitoring, monitoring Saudi Arabian interests, which is where this wife mm-hmm. and her children come from. It was the head guy. Local detective and two others. Which are probably the two others that we were introduced yeah. to at the top of this. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So Indeed. Gideon is suggesting that each of the RBAU members match up with one of the four people and basically like try to mind fuck them to figure out which one it is. Play games. Yeah. With their minds. I mean, yeah. All right. So we're getting the rundown on each. The first guy is, seems boring. He is boring. He worked in China. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Then we've got Olivia Hopkins. She's got nine years of field experience in Europe. Um, she's a mom. She's been to Saudi Arabia, I guess. Blah, blah, blah. Sanchez, Gina. She's a black belt. Oh, badass. She served in Iraq doing psychological operations. She joined the CIA five years ago. Speaks three languages, including... Arabic. Then we've got our chief Bruno. Bruno. He's got military service with Jason Gideon. Um, and whatever. And Gideon thinks that spies are some of the smartest liars in the world. And he says, Uh be Be smarter. smarter. Oh, great advice, Gideon. Okay. 
They're uh, turning the lantern on in the shipping container. The shipping container, it looks like the the lamp's about to go out. It's flickering. Yeah. Like the battery's going to die. The kid They're says, thirsty. I'm thirsty. They're almost out of water. She picks it up as if she doesn't know it's out of water. Because it's a clear jug. <laughs> and so she's like, all right, share the last of it with your sister. And the sister's like, no, he can have it. I'm not thirsty. Just being a, being a brave little toaster. <laughs> <laughs> love the brave little toaster <laughs> he goes to mars there's parts of brave little toaster that are really scary in my mind <laughs> i don't remember those. i do <laughs> all right now they're the lantern went out now yeah. they're just in the dark now we're just sitting in Holding the dark close. container Okay, so the problem, so they're like, all right, this woman is missing, but we can't, they can't do the typical things that you do when someone's missing, like circulate a photo and all that stuff, because they faked her death. So they have yep. to figure it out on their own. They can't use the public to help. All right. Um, guy whose name I already have forgotten, we'll call him Bald Agent. Balding yeah. Agent? He seems skeptical that um, the BAU is going to be able to help. He's partnered up with Reed, so Reed's like talking to him. Yeah. And he clearly doesn't know how smart Reed is. Yeah. He's like super macho. We're going to do things my way. And Reed's like, yeah, but here's why that's not going to work. Yeah. And like. So the, actually yeah. what they're trying to do is profile Summers because they're like, he obviously had a hiding spot. So if we can figure out where he would put her, then we can find her. Yeah. And CIA agent thinks that they should look at places near his apartment because he would want to be able to get there quickly. And places that are, like, isolated. So yeah. storage containers. And industrial. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly where they are. So that's right. Bye, um, Sadie. <laughs> off she goes. So Morgan is partnered up with Gina. And Gina's like, ugh, I don't think I could do your job. I hate talking to people. <laughs> oh, their cube walls are weird. They're clear. They're clear. How would you feel if we had clear cube walls? I'm not great about it. You'd have to look at me all day. Uh, yep. So they're using some old-timey 2004 computer nonsense to zoom in on Google Street View. Yep. (laughs) And they're zooming in on Morgan's... Come here. No, stop it. Come here. Kelly. (laughs) Knock it off. Lay down. Come here. See, (laughs) she can't get over there. My gear is in the way, and she's going to try. No. Lay down. You can go the other way. She's just looking at me. She wants to snuggle me so bad. Yep. She's going to try. Blah, 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 blah. Come on. So Morgan is asking Gina if it's her job to make things look like suicide. And so clearly by the fact that she doesn't answer, it is. So she was part of the team that had to fake his suicide. And Morgan's like, how the fuck do you do something like that? Like, what kind of psychological toll does that take on a person? And she's like, listen, I do my job, okay? I'm tough as nails. Get in there. Get this in is there. Ridiculous. I wish that you could see the shenanigans that are happening right Hi, now. Hi, Sadie. Oh my god. Hi. Okay. 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 Don't get her all riled up. Just lay down. Oh. Ah. This I've been is. Attacked. Oh my god. Lay down. Your mic stand is about to fall off. Yeah, it's hanging by a thread. She's trying to lick your mic. She's licking my mic. Okay. She's doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> so Elle is partnered up with Olivia, and she's like, man, it's a real okay, boys club in hand. here. And she's like, yeah, what's your point? I can hang. <laughs> I can hang. I can hang with the dudes, man. And um, Olivia, interestingly, was married, and they tried to go. She's saying that she tried to go to marriage counseling, but it didn't help. Like, the pressures of the job kind of thing broke her yeah. marriage apart. So Elle's. Which at, is classic and Elle's clearly thinking like hmm perhaps that was the thing that like caused her to turn against it because she was upset also she was on a she was on a mission or something and Elle's like what happened over there Olivia and Olivia has a look on her face like she wants to say but she won't yeah um and the other s- no. guy was like, Olivia doesn't, she has no. rights. She doesn't have to talk to you. And uh, Bruno was like, no, until we find Aaliyah, which is the woman, the wife and her kids. Yeah. All rights are revoked. Oh, Olivia oh. and bald agent. We're having an affair. 
Oh, drama. Drama. Save the drama um, for your mama. D- interesting. And she's like, yeah, everybody had an affair. What of it? Yeah. Are, she's we, like, are we, done? we done here? Everybody's just kind of staring at each other. Um, bald agent is saying that he, okay so clearly they were both married because bald agent says my wife will testify that like I was home yeah I think they're starting to realize that like they don't yeah. suspects yep I mean they're CIA agents they're not stupid yeah this is true yeah Elle has a very interesting color combo happening on her outfit Olivia's mad bald agent was trying to talk to her and she's like don't talk to me and so she's walking away going into this like storage area oh where I remember what's about to happen yep where there's all these like computers it looks like an IT closet and she sits down at <laughs> a computer down at a computer she's looking over her shoulder she's clearly doing something sketchy so yes it's very and she's going Riyadh 2003 and they keep bringing up Riyadh like they all went to Riyadh it's yeah. like what does that mean and somebody's beep sneaking beep. up behind her. Yeah. Oh, no. Somebody What's about to happen? There. She looks freaked out. Like, yeah, she's like about to cry. Yeah. Well, she's like, Something she learned is really, really troubling her. And she's writing it down. Oh, the all the computer go screens fuzzy. just went down. White noise. And she's looking at it like, oh, no. What's, What's happening? happening? <gasps> and somebody just broke her neck. Oh, Twisted boy. Her neck. That's not very nice, is it, Sadie? <laughs> All right, so Elle and Gideon are walking down the hallway, and she, Olivia or Elle's like, the CCTV monitors went down. Like something's wrong. Like I can't find Olivia, and then they find her in this closet thing, Ugh, dead like- on the key- computer keyboard. And Gideon says, "Does anybody else know about this?" And Elle says, "No." And Gideon's like, "We can use that to our advantage because now when they all find out, we can like read their reaction." So they bring them all into the conference room, and they're like, what are you doing? We're pulling from your assignments. Blah. And they're and, like, where's Olivia? Yep. And Hodge is like, she, she was did. murdered 10 minutes ago, just like John Summers' broken neck. And they're like, oh, Bald agent doesn't want to believe it. They all look pretty shocked. Hugh Hefner is in disbelief. And yeah, bald agent is like, you're lying. Like, you're trying to, like, trick us. And he's like, people don't get murdered inside the CIA. Oh, but they do, Baldy. Yeah, it just happened, bruh. They do. They're all freaking out. And Sanchez is looking at Baldy like... Like she thinks um, he did it. Um, sir. Yep. And weirdly, Bruno was like, listen, I know that it's like bad that someone just got murdered 10 feet from us, but we have to find this lady. So can we just like put this on the back burner? Awesome. <laughs> Walks out. <laughs> Thanks. Which makes me feel like he can't be trusted. Yeah. No one can be trusted. And I don't think Gideon trusts him because he just like walked after him and is like standing when he's like, what do you think that it takes for someone to betray their country? And Bruno says, if I knew that, I wouldn't be here. Okay. Oh, not Sadie is leaving me. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Bye. You barely even tried to give me any affection, Sadie. She got sick of you and your nonsense. Lay down, honey. Honey. Sadie's looking at me like... She, like, doesn't know what to do. I'm sorry. Um... I don't even know. Gideon's like yeah, talking to. Well. He's talking to Heaven. Bruno. Oh, they're talking about being dads, which I get. I bet you anything, they're like bonding about the fact that they're both absentee fathers. Because Gideon, yeah. as we know, like sucks at being a dad and like doesn't know his yeah. kid. Um, and Gideon's like talking about how like that's like our kids don't need to know everything about us. Like we're not that interesting. Yeah. And Bruno clearly agrees. And Gideon just flat out asked Bruno if who he thinks the mole is. And he says, I'm so close to it. Like, I can't tell. And he uh, says. That's not an answer, dude. Nope, it's not. Um, and Gideon's like, all right, well, like, how you doing, bud? Like, yeah, <laughs> like two colleagues are dead now. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, kind of whatever. like. Yeah, he's like, uh, I've lost lots of people over the way. Like, I'm just pissed off because, like, this sucks and I'm going to make somebody pay for it. But, like, he looks calm as He's hell. too calm. He has absolutely no emotion. So Gina, obviously, is hip to the fact. She's like, you lined us all up like that because you wanted to see how we reacted. So what did you see? Yeah. Hotch was like, well, you looked at, right at Baldy, mm-hmm. so you're deflecting the blame. Yep. And she's like, um, 
I'm just trying to do my job. Yeah. Unless you've got something useful here, get out of my face. Yeah. Um, Garcia is calling, I think. What's up, baby girl? What's up, baby girl? Oh, he just says oh. Garcia talked to me. That's boring. Um, Garcia says that it was a virus that knocked out the CCTVs. And it They're was downloaded. Chatting. It was downloaded in the office. And looks like it originated from Baldy's computer. Baldy, things aren't looking good for you. But Baldy seems mad about that. Like, he's like, so yeah. what? I didn't do it. And he's like, if you really think that I was the mole, why would I make it so easy for you to find out that the virus came from my computer? Uh. Um, Garcia's calling again. Hold, please. And um, she's talking some, some computer sort of mumbo jumbo. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so we're going to find out who ordered the psych eval. John Summers. So John Summers. His own psyche eval. Ordered his own evaluation. Oh, they realize they've missed something on the tape. Interesting. That's weird. We're back, back into in the, the shipping, shipping container. container. Everybody's still got their knees huddled to their chests. I have a question I'd about be this shipping down container. Like a starfish. There is moonlight in this shipping container. Yeah. Do shipping containers have windows? <laughs> I feel <laughs> like, like they do not. Holes in it. Exactly. Like, I understand for the purpose of the show, there has to be some lighting, but it's just kind of like when you really think about it, you're like, this isn't believable. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. mom's about to leave. So she's like, I'm going to go try and find help and like find John, like stay here. Yeah. So she's going like, to leave the kids. He has not come back. She's going to leave the kids in the shipping container. and She's opening the door. Out she goes. Don't leave your kids in this shipping container, girl. Yeah, this it is, does really look like there's got to be a window. There has to be. Where else would that light come from? Okay, so we're re-watching the tape of Gideon doing his psyche vow on John Summers. He's talking about presidents. Yeah, okay. George Bush. Yeah, he's talking about presidents and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm he an calls expendable him, yeah, pawn. He calls himself an expendable pawn. He says that he's gotten wise to their game and Gideon's like, what game? What are you talking about, you crazy nut job? Battleship. Battleship. I love that game. Remember when we went through that phase where we played Battleship on our phones? He says that he's the ship at sea and everyone's trying to sink him. Wow. What a deep thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, And he's talking about ships and making a lot of metaphors about ships and like when the hull is compromised and how. Maybe this is doublespeak. Like maybe this means something else. Oh, because they're in a shipping container. (gasps) Is that genius or stupid as fuck? Yeah. Who knows? Sudden death. Listen, I'm just over here drinking my wine. I don't give a shit. I'm drinking water because I have to go on a run later. (laughs) Womp womp. I don't want the opposite of excitement horn. <laughs> womp womp. The disappointment horn. Um, hmm. Oh, Summers knew they'd be filmed. I mean, if you're part of the CIA, do you just kind of like always assumed you're being watched? I mean, I'm just a human being in 2019. I just assume I'm always being filmed. Yeah. So JJ's about to crack this case wide open because she's like, he's talking about compartmentalization and shipping containers and the part of a ship and they're like shipping container oh my god shipping company ding 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 garcia and jj yeah, figured Gar- it out yeah she's like that's a box a big box <laughs> that's a box <laughs> all right so, they, so found, they figure out the yard it's in because there's conveniently only one near yeah. where langley is yeah sure also I would like to say Langley and Baltimore are not really that close, I feel like. So I don't understand Just like that DC and Quantico aren't. Yes. Ugh. Okay. All right. Oh. Panning back and forth between. So Hotch is like, he's like, we just figured out where they are, but that someone else probably did too. Cause they, they're pretty sure they're watching Garcia's yeah. news or news feed <laughs> video feed. So mom, Aaliyah. Mom gets back to the shipping container to, shipping to see container. the kids are Kids are gone. gone. Oh, oh, they're coming out of the shadows. With some white guy. That's not a white guy. With some Saudi Arabian guy. <laughs> I think it's their dad. <laughs> their terrorist oh. father. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, look at that big <laughs> of the globe. <laughs> the screen is just like a screensaver on a Windows 95 But it's computer. just like a rotating globe. And they're all looking at it. Because they're going to pinpoint. It's, it's a, like a big GPS. And they're going to pinpoint which shipping container they're in, I guess. Oh, I remember how they figure it out. Yeah. They use heat vision. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler for two minutes from now. Um... So they just like basically made the decision for Bruno and they're like, um, you don't have command. Gideon just handed Hotch a piece of paper. They're about to. And it probably says, do you have a crush on me? Yes. No. Maybe so. <laughs> nope. They are arresting Baldy. They're like, give us your gun. Baldy. Baldy's like he does classic white person thing where he purses he his like, lips. Yep. So Gina, Muppets, Gina called. is taking over the searching of the shipping container. So she's like, use thermal inner imaging. Like, let's go. Right. I just said that. Yeah. Heat yes. vision. Heat vision. Like predator. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think some bugs can see like that. Oh, okay. Um, I made that up. So uh, Gideon is explaining to Bruno why he thinks Baldy is the one that did it. And he's like, he fits the profile. Like, he had a motive because of his, like, affair with Olivia. Um, Not a motive. He just has, like, the ability to betray. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so they have Baldy in the conference room, and he he looks nervous. Like, he's, he does he's, look nervous. He's sweating a little bit. Get, er, Spencer's thinking real hard. She go, he goes over to another person and is like, excuse me, can I use your computer? And just, like, like, pushes her out of the way. And, and takes over the navigation. Doing like literally exactly the same thing she was doing. And zooms in right away on the yeah. shipping container there with the people no in it. There is no hesitance. No. It immediately gets there. And he keeps pushing the buttons, but the yeah. screen's not moving. And Bruno's like, oh my God, you're right. There's people in that shipping container. And there's four of them. There's four of them. So they know that the guy already found them. And so Aaliyah is screaming at her husband. And she's like... Why are you doing this? And he's like, I buried you. Like, why did you fake your death? Like, why yeah. did you betray me? Uh, he's and like, he's, why'd you do this? You took my children away from me. And, and then, then we he, he, There is a hole in the top of the shipping container. Why would that be there? <laughs> That's not useful. Why would you put them in a shipping container with a hole? Hotch just looks at Gideon from across the room. From, like, through the glass window. Is there, and Gideon is tired. <laughs> Can well, the helicopter's moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gina and Morgan are at the shipping yard, and they're man. They're I wish Gina like was they, in the team. They were. She's like, you look over there, and you look over there. Yeah, don't it's they like, know which one you, they're in? Yeah, like you know where they are. What are you talking about? So Tara's dad knows that the cops are there. He pulls out a gun, and he's like, "Don't make me do this," pointing the gun at the children, and he's like, "What did you tell them?" Oh, my gosh. And Baldy is like, don't you guys see what's going on? Like, Hassan, which is a terrorist, he's like, he's there. He's going to kill them. And Hotch shows him the note that Gideon gave to him. What do we think it says? Do you have a crush on me? Yes. (laughs) No. Baldy goes, is this some kind of trick? He's like, I'm not the mole. They're playing a tricky, tricky game, and I don't know what it is yet. Ooh. I don't remember this part. I do. So um, Gideon and Morgan are running around like they don't know where that's the not container is. Oh, Morgan and Gina, whatever. <laughs> so Spencer's telling them where they should go. And Morgan's like, hold on, we gotta go back. Yeah, We're in the wrong too area. bad it's not 2019 and they can just be like, here. Yeah, this. let me send this to Google Maps on your phone. So Bruno is like, you can't arrest Baldy. Like, this is a CIA matter. And you also can't arrest Hassan because this is a CIA matter. And... Gideon's like I'm not really worried about arresting him like let's just get these kids back and like see yeah. what happens if we have to shoot him we have to shoot him all right they are there yeah. they have found the shipping container so Gideon just told Morgan that she that he has jurisdiction and he's in charge not Gina um okay so and does terrorist it. has mom in a headlock with the gun to her head mm-hmm. everybody's watching through the heat vision what's gonna happen all right fbi put the gun down it's over <laughs> let the lady go put the gun down and so th- right, he, he does lets him go he lets and he puts, and the, he gun puts down. the gun down what did she oh. say oh he says he has diplomatic immunity and morgan says uh-uh 
And he's like, oh, this, the container has not passed through customs. They are not on U.S. <gasps> Gina puts the gun to Morgan's head and says, drop the gun. What is happening? And Morgan's like, fuck. I am. I've been had. Shocked. <laughs> I forgot that plot twist. Yeah. Big time. It got me so bad the first time, too. So uh, oh. the, the feed's cutting out. And they're like, Morgan, what's happening? And Bruno's like, are you sure that Gina's not the mole? And it's like, well, she certainly looks like she's the mole at this point. So Morgan's trying to protect the kids and the wife. Gina's got the gun pointed at, at the, the terrorist. terrorist. And Gideon's talking to her through her little headpiece. And he's like, don't do this. And she's like, I don't take orders from you. I take orders from Bruno. And she's like, Bruno. Oh. And he says, you know what to do. And she says, say it. And he says, this, this is strictly, strictly in-house. in-house. It wasn't. Why'd you bring them in? Yeah. If it was in-house, you shouldn't have brought in an outside party, bro. Oh, what's going to happen? And Bruno says, finish him. And Gideon's oh. like, not onto it. And Gina, ah. go- and Gina says, you're going to cut the visual feed, right? And Bruno's like, of course. And then it cuts they away. They cut the feed. What's happening? What's going to happen? Oh, man. Everybody's breathing. Terrorists look scared. Gunshots. Gunshots. What happened? But we didn't see We didn't see it. What happened? This is a long pause. What happened? <laughs> Everybody's just kind of awkwardly sitting yeah, there, like, looking, looking at each other. I swear to God. So, yeah, Sadie's getting bored. And then Bruno just turns around and he goes, thank you, Jason. I want to thank you for your help. Oh, and Gideon's Hugh like, Hefner why did, is the mole. Yep, Gideon goes, why did you betray everything you believe in? And he said it all has to do with how he answered those questions about, like, how he felt about losing yep. his coworkers. And so now, now we get to see the piece of paper. Yeah, L hands it to Hugh Hefner. It says, we know it's not you. Bruno is the mole. So they wanted to lull Bruno into a false sense of security. And he's like, that's ridiculous. And he puts it in his own pocket. Yep. And Gideon says, the only thing absurd is your arrogance. Yeah, you're not going to get away with this, dude. And he's like, whatever, Hassan's dead. Like, you have no proof of anything. Except he's not dead. Pew, pew, it was a diversion. (laughs) That's the diversion song by (laughs) Kelly McMaster's. Uh, and so turns so out Gina can she will break orders but only when it's necessary yeah she's smart she does the right thing she does do the right thing and she's like well yep I guess he was right about me I will like not follow orders and so <laughs> Reed, yeah, so Reed's like alright bro Hassan's he's alive like, fun he's fact, here he's not dead and he and has all the proof that we need that you were the mole and Bruno has this look on his face like well fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna try and talk his way out and he's like you can't put me in prison with all I know like I'm too good of an asset and he says um oh, oh. Uh, the other agent was looking into her Olivia. financials yeah so he was she was tracing the money and he, she had figured it oh, out. Oh, he was getting money through his song. Yep. Yep. And Olivia figured out. So what? he had to kill 20 her. Million. 20 million. You know what? No, I wouldn't negotiate with a terrorist for 20 no. million. There are um, probably a lot of people I would, though. <laughs> like a lot of smaller criminals. Oh, okay. Small time. Maybe even like a one time murderer. Oh, not a two time. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know what I would have to negotiate, though. Okay. Well, that's good to know about you. I just. <laughs> we we find out a lot of interesting fun facts about Kelly McMaster's Whatever. on this podcast. She will negotiate with one-time murderers. Just if she one was, time. If she was gonna kill someone, it would be through arson. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, early on in the arson episode. Uh, I forgot there even was an arson episode. Yep. So the CIA agents are leaving Penelope's office and she's like real quick trying to search oh. for Prince William's phone number, which doesn't make Too sense. Too bad. He goes bald. Because I feel like cutest kids. I, I was going to say, I feel like in 2004, he was like maybe in college. Maybe. At maybe. That point? I don't know. 
Oh, but they shut they her down. They find it, and they're slowly shutting down yeah, the thing. Yeah, they're shutting her down. Keeps, the woman who keeps pens in her hair. Yeah. The rest of the series. I guess maybe that's and the JJ, motivation. Yeah, is this the impetus for that? JJ's like, oh, too bad. Why would they? And she quotes Hamlet. Yeah. It's not sleep Good night, well. crazy person. <laughs> that's what I'm going to start saying to you. Good night, crazy person. Well, I'm going to say, <laughs> screw you. <laughs> Good comeback, Kelly. <laughs> Good insult. Crazy person. <laughs> um, yeah, so the BAU's going to leave the office, and they're just like... They're doing their thing. They're just they're doing like, that thing where they kind of just like verbally pat each other on the back and are like, yeah. man, how'd you figure that out? And then <laughs> they're, they're like, like, all right, we're all going to go on vacation now. Yep. Um... And Morgan and Gina are, like, talking, and Morgan's like, hey, you always know where to find us if you want to, like, come join our side. Oh, and she's like, I know where you live. They're, like, having a little bit of a flirty flirt. All right, Gideon's back to his chair. Reading a little George Orwell is our final Ah. quote. He's He's, a little more dressed up today. He is. It's like a full buttoned shirt. Yeah. All right, our rock and roll. (gasps) And it says on the newspaper, CIA agent killed in car accident. Which CIA agent? Bruno. CIA cleans up after its own. Can't know nothing. Can't know nothing. Can't let nothing leak. Mark Gordon. Mark Gordon. What? Mark Gregory was the unsub's name from last. You finally remembered. That was going to bug me. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Mark. You know, was that still one of your favorite episodes? No. Yeah, it was. I didn't like it. I liked I, it the first time for sure. Yeah, I didn't like it as much this time. Yeah, I don't. I know got why. a little bored yeah. and distracted. Well, there was a lot of there's a lot of going back and forth in that episode. Yeah, of it's details. just a lot of talk. It's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of talk because I mean, truly, the whole episode essentially takes place in two rooms. Like, yeah. So there's not a lot of like movement going on, and it's just them kind of talking about yeah, things. It would have made a great play. Yeah, but like from our <laughs> perspective, a little hard when you're trying to reiterate, yeah. read and recite at the same time. So that was a little tough. Yeah, there wasn't really good, a lot to riff it's, on. It's still good, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't categorize it probably as one of my favorites. I mean, will it make the top five? We'll find dude, out. We'll find out soon, but I'm soon, just going to say soon. like, no, actually, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say because I don't want to give it away. <laughs> um... So, yeah, there goes another episode. 21 down. Yeah. One to go. Ah! The season finale of both The Unknown Subject and Season 1 Criminal Minds is upon us. It's next week for you guys. very exciting. Well, two weeks. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this right now, next week. um, We're very excited. We hope that you're very excited. Yes. Um, We really just can't wait to get to Season 2. We're jazzed for Season 2. We've been telling you that since the beginning, but we are like ready for season two ready for some new characters um but we got one more episode but standing in our way um but yeah check us out on social media yeah this is the part where we beg you to follow us on social media rate review subscribe come on guys just do it yeah just do it (laughs) we never got to 10 so we never got Mm -hmm. to do that thing i said like five episodes ago we would do yeah which i forget what it was but i didn't i never came up with anything i don't think okay we'll give you a shout out if you're rate if you're rating number 10 i'll write you a whole song oh a whole song song. symphony wow that's quite the promise take her up on that guys i'd love to see how that turns out um but yeah follow us at the unknown subject podcast on instagram um uh, check us out wherever podcasts are listened to yeah you can- <laughs> yeah yeah you know i just i just would like to point out that i feel like kelly's really phoning this one in <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. We had a long Which day doesn't bode well for the fact that you have to go run two and a half I know, miles. <laughs> I know. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to drink some Sadie's wine. making my eyes a little itchy today for some oh, reason. Oh, no. It's okay, though. I'm sorry. I, I, um, you know, I love her enough <laughs> to make it worth You'll it. You'll look past it. I, oh, yeah. Wow. I will. I mean, she is one of two furry friends that there is in your life. So. That's so true. She's 50% of your furry friends. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. On that note, <laughs> thanks for being here. 
Thank you episode. for being here today. Thank you. What was that episode? Or what was that accent? <laughs> it's <laughs> from Princess Diaries when Julia Andrews is telling Anne Hathaway how to like have a meeting and she goes, Thank you for being here today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here today. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I like both of them. Yeah, they're good. I wish there was another one. Yeah. Julie Andrews, what a blessing. What a treasure. What yeah. a two treasure. 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 It's so sad. You know she can never sing again? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> when she was younger, like... This is so off topic of what this podcast is about. Like, just like... Not, she like bust a vocal cord not, or what? Like not long after Sound of Music, I think. Or like somewhere in there. <laughs> Something happened to her throat. She like has some sort of condition that like ruined her ability to sing. Never again? She sings a little bit in Princess Diaries too, but it's mostly talk singing. I was going to say, doesn't she sing in Mary Poppins? So it would have to be after Sound of Music. Was Mary Poppins after Sound of Music? I feel like it was. I don't know. Well, listeners, chime in. Yeah, figure <laughs> figure this out for us. If anybody wants to do their research, let us know what you find out. Uh, let's nothing. all pour one out for Julie Andrews' singing voice. <laughs> Lord knows what beautiful songs we've lost. I consider it one of the greatest losses. This, you know, library, oh my god, this has gone so far off of the rails. Library of Alexandria burned down. Who knows? Julie Andrews loses her voice. Who knows? Oh, my God. Do you ever see things? I'm going to cut this off before <laughs> shit gets really out of hand. Thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time for the season finale. I guess. But until if then. I'm allowed to come. <laughs> but until then. As I say, when they catch the unsub, it's over. Say it. <laughs> say it with me, Kelly. It's, it's over. over. <laughs>